asleep, so. So listen very carefully. Van Helsing's diary is missing. I want you to retrieve it for me. You understand? Yes, master. Children possess it. I want you to find and take the diary. If they do not cooperate, it will kill them. Hello and welcome back to Weenie in the Butt. Hey there, ho there, hi there. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What up? Damn, we should have been doing that every episode, man. <laughs> Weenie in the Butt. Weenie in the Butt. <laughs> so how you been, man? It's been Good, a while. Dude. Yeah, wow, bro. It's, it has been a while. It has it's been, been like three weeks, dude. Yeah, about two or three weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've, nothing changed. Yeah. Just Everyone's working. busy. That's what it is. Yeah. Everyone was doing nothing pandemic uh, yeah. <laughs> time, and now everything's starting to kind of ramp up, it seems, for everybody. So Yeah, for sure. A lot of work. Yeah, you've been like commuting, right? Yeah, Going man. all been, over Florida. Yeah, back between Naples, Gainesville, and now Tallahassee. Uh, the, and I'll be bouncing. The, that can't, there's like almost nothing more south or more north than those things. <laughs> know, too, you know? Right? Luckily, like, I'm very in the center. Yeah. You know? Naples is a hike. Yeah, it's like four hours. Ah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Because go down to Port Chart, where my mom is from, it's only like two and a half hours and i can deal with that yeah her going down to uh my wife going down to uh fort lauderdale too that's almost like uh four four yeah i mean it's three and a half hours four if you stop four fifteen if there's traffic i'm getting a little antsy around three yeah i know i feel you (laughs) you know definitely not something i could drive down do a day and drive back i think that would just be too much you probably haven't been watching you didn't haven't seen dr strange 2 yet so we won't talk about dr and i've been waiting on that one this is like this is like my most anticipated you know marvel any of the marvel movies i'm i'm really into i always anticipate them uh i finished moon Knight, which was good it was it was different it was wild I haven't uh, finished that yet. I think yeah. I'm on episode four, but I like it. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked it. Uh, I like them all though, so I'm 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 on board for all the series and all the stuff. I'm looking for, forward to Obi Wan. Like Obi Wan Kenobi. I've heard about awesome. that. Yeah, I heard Flea was in it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's so, awesome, dude. I don't know why, but Flea can be in anything. Yeah. Like just fl- throw <laughs> Flea in your movie, and I'm gonna like. I just it watched more. the Star Wars trilogy the other day when he was in the, he was in that too. Oh, Star Wars. Uh, the what do you call it? Back to the Future. What trailer? Uh, no, Back to the Future, Flea. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, okay, the I, was, okay, I got a little yeah. confused there. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I just rewatched it because I got them in 4K. And then on, uh, I went through a run. I've been, I started officially my like summer of Paul 2022. Which oh, is, shit. Every morning I usually start with a movie that I probably should have seen and mm-hmm. I haven't. And uh, just to knock it off my list because I have like 300 DVDs I haven't seen yet that I own. Uh, and a couple of them I went through, man, uh, one of them I got to get Dave to watch. Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge with Andrew no, Garfield? I Holy haven't. fuck, dude. Really? It's an absolutely I remember hearing phenomenal about it. war movie. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. He's like a conscientious objective, so he refused to carry a gun. But but he's a medic. But he, this is like World War II, and he's getting shot and everywhere, and everyone's giving him a hard time. And eventually and he picks up a gun and wins the war. Well, he, <laughs> it's a famous true story about what I'm he sure. does. It's crazy. It's crazy what he did. I was very impressed with it. Uh, war Dogs was another one with uh, with Jonah Hill. Yeah, I've seen that. Loved it. Yeah, it's really it was good. great, man. Yeah. Let me pull up what I just watched. But I went through the the Star Wars movies on the on the fourth. I was oh, like, yeah? now I gotta put one of the Star Wars sure. movies on. I ended up going through all the originals and my girl was gone for the week. And then I ended up uh putting on the three prequels. I haven't seen them since the theater. 
Because they're so good. Yeah, because you they're so, they're you so well made. You didn't want to spoil your memory uh, of it. I Well, the order of uh, I, that I thought they were good, I, I thought I... Th- hated two more than one and that is absolutely not true number one is almost unwatchable <laughs> two's mean, not that great either but it's more watchable than one now you're talking about the middle three that were yeah. made and you're talking about the fifth in the series it, if you it, start from where they go correct yeah not yeah, correct yeah. order yeah, the yeah, way yeah. that they were released exactly. i'm just making sure i'm the following. fourth one if you're going that way the fourth one okay yeah, gotcha, because gotcha, gotcha. a new hope empire strikes back return of the jedi and then uh, so phantom menace sucked balls basically <laughs> uh I I thought Attack of the Clones was worse than I I thought it was going to be worse than it was. It was still bad, but the third one was incredible. I forgot how great that third one was. That third one was totally great, and it probably is really high on my list of ones after the original trilogy. Is that the one where Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader? Yeah, he like loses his arms and legs on the fucking the side lava. of the, with the yeah, lava, yeah, 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 and I you get to see that. the Emperor turn yeah. like on him and everything, and then you get to see Anakin slaughter the children and shit, and you're yeah. like, wow, man, I forgot how great this was. The dark side. It was just darker. The other ones were goofy and shit. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, War Dogs. I, w- I was completely impressed with War Dogs. <laughs> so speaking of uh summer of paul i yeah. want to uh go ahead and get a count because i remember when we started uh after you got the 4k yes. you started off with 12 <laughs> then you went to 24 then you went to 47 what's the 4k count now? i'm at 55 oh right yeah, okay so, so yeah. blow- i went and bought the hacksaw ridge 4k because i liked it so much i thought it was great i watched the a team for the first time loved it oh that really was great the newer uh, one with yeah, the newer uh, one with yeah. Bradley Cooper and everything. Yeah. I had never seen it. My cousin uh, recommended it, and I owned it. I was I like, can't I love it. Remember 18. if I saw that or not? Yeah, uh, Baby Driver, awesome dude, awesome. I've heard that one is fantastic, but I've never watched it just because I can't stand the name. And then there was a few old ones like Tank with uh, with. Uh, do you remember that with what was it? Uh, I remember. C. Thomas Fury. Howell and James Garner. And James Garner has a tank, and he takes over the small town with it uh, to rescue his son from a. Uh, prison camp that he's been unjustifiedly put in. Wow, it was, it was fun. Uh, the Sting Part Two I had never I hadn't seen since I was like a little kid, and then I watched Barbarella with James. Uh, with <laughs> James Honda. Man, that was a <clears throat> better be inebriated hardcore to enjoy that movie. But it was uh, it was yeah. wild. But. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I dude, I have I don't think I've watched any movies. I, yeah, I'm in the theater. No, no. Um, I'm planning on going this Friday to go and see Doctor yeah. Strange, but I haven't been back to see anything for a while now. Yeah, I don't think anything. Great. I, like I said, I saw every uh, everything everywhere, but like I missed um, the Nick Cage movie, but now it's so far gone, it'll probably just be out soon enough. Oh on, yeah, uh, I'm sure on things. On uh, I heard great things about it though. Yeah, yeah. Operation Mincemeat came out today on Netflix. Everyone should check that out. If you go back to the earlier pods, I had mentioned it two or three times. It was, was that a, the Mike Myers thing? No, it was a book that's out already too. The, What's that? One? That's the Pentaveret. Okay. Uh, the Operation Mincemeat was a book when I talked about it on the pod before, uh-huh. and I was telling Dave that they're eventually going to make this into a movie. Well, they did. It's out today. Oh wow! Uh, with Colin Firth, and it's about. Uh, the Germans have to put uh, secret plans on like a dead body and put it in the water. Oh yeah, no, no, the the, the English do and it. everything has to be just right yeah, in order yeah. to, for it to be like played they off. They bring experts in and yeah. they got to make sure the body. I, yeah, is... I definitely. I, it's yeah. funny you should say that. I was listening to the pod you were talking about that on like interesting two weeks ago. Yeah, it's out now, so it, it looks fabulous. You know what movie I I remember now? I did see one and it was um, the Kingsman. But it was like the, oh, the, the new pre- one, the, yeah, like, the prequel, yeah, the one, prequel one, where it was like World War I. I still haven't seen the second one, which I do own. So that's another one that I have to just watch. I can't remember if I've seen that one or not. That's the one with the 
what's the is it Samuel Jackson? I thought that was the he's first in the one. first one. Yeah, I've the seen second that one. one is where uh, what's the guy they have from like an American what's counterpart? That, what's that what's that a hunky guy that's in the Sandra Bullock movie right now? Uh, he was in uh, the stripper movie. Oh, Channing Tatum. Chan- he's in this one. The, oh, okay. Uh, he he's, has a cowboy hat on. Yeah, he's like a cowboy. I, I remember, I didn't see that I one. haven't seen it. So did it matter that you hadn't, I guess? No, it not at all. Because this one goes yeah, back to prequel. World War One. It's yeah. like where it started. Um, I think it's available on like HBO Max or something. I think that's where I might yeah, have seen yeah, okay. it. Um, I, I honestly don't remember. Um, it was really good. It was long though, bro. It was like really? two and a half hours huh. long. 220 or something like that. Um, but bro, I'm sitting there watching that movie and there is just a part, I won't mention anything other than this. Like there is just a part where all of a sudden my fucking jaw dropped and like for a good 30 seconds, I was just completely shocked and taken out of whatever dialogue was going on in the fucking movie. Like, Oh, I'll have to watch it next week. And uh, just for that, like you'll get that reaction. And I, again, I won't say a thing like, and when you know when you when it happens, you'll fucking know it. Like, uh, but it was good at the beginning of the, um, the beginning of Doctor Strange. They played the trailer for uh, Jurassic World, which did not look as good as the last trailer. Ran, I'm like, ah, oh, they're losing me again. Oh. Uh, they they had me, and I think they've lost me. There's, there's like an image of Chris Pratt talking to somebody, and he has like a sleeping dinosaur. Pa- Papoost uh, onto his back, like sleeping on his shoulder, and I'm like, "What the fuck am we watching here, man?" Yeah. And I was it's like, "It's a little baby raptor." Yeah, <laughs> it's just a little raptor. <laughs> uh, they also showed a trailer for Avatar, which I know I'm gonna like. Yeah, because they spent like nine years making them, and I yeah. guess all four are being made at the same time. Good, but the the images they're showing, they're not showing any of the humans, and that was the element that I liked the most. Uh huh. You know, was seeing them outside their avatar. Well, they're gonna have a war, and, and yeah. Yeah, in the war and what's going on, but they only showed images of like the blue creatures yeah. and everything. And it looks spectacular. I'm sure it's going to look great on 4K or in the theaters yeah. and everything. And I'll watch it, but uh, I think it's going to give us a better trailer. I think it's going to be similar to uh, the Planet of the Apes trilogy, the most recent one. You really? Know. Yeah, I mean, uh, big. Some of those all, I liked, and some of them I didn't. Like, I love. I first never one. even made it through the last one. I I watched. I didn't make it. No, I watched the second one, but I didn't care for it. Yeah, I, so I, I didn't the, watch the second one. I watched the second one. one, and I was by the time it was over, I was like, man, this third one better be good. Yeah. And I rented it on Redbox, and I watched like thirty-five or forty minutes of it, and I knew like the war was yeah. like right on the other side, <laughs> and, it couldn't, and I was just like, I cannot fucking do it anymore. I felt that like, way with two. I felt that way hardcore yeah. with two. Like I'm just they're losing me on this for some reason. It's just slow one was and phenomenal. I loved one. Yeah, I thought the one was really, really good. Yeah. You know, uh, and two, they just kind of took the human element out of it. We were like, it was all war. It was all soldiers. It wasn't any. It wasn't like John Lithgow losing his memory and uh, and the kid from Harry right. Potter being a dick. Yeah, you know, all the elements that were really good about that first one. I, yeah. I thought they killed the first one. Uh, but yeah, I'll have to go. And I love those. I love the old school ones, the cheesy ass ones. You watched any of those cheesy ones with like your dad back in the day? I, back in the day, I watched like, some the of sequels. them. Sequels? Do you remember the sequels? They were so <sighs> when weird they had like and bad. British accents and, and they're shit. They're wearing like suits and shit, and they yeah. just integrated in society <laughs> yeah, as bankers like, and shit. Yeah, they just like, like they took our jabs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, but uh, 
I liked all those. Oh, but. And, and this is total side note, random shout out. And then we'll get into today's movie, yeah. which is Monster Squad, oh, by yeah. the way. Um, but I noticed, because I like listening to our pod. Call it nice. Call it vain. Call it narcissistic. No, that's great. Whatever. I enjoy well, it. Well, and it'll also remind you of stuff you need to watch. Yeah, and absolutely. That type of stuff, which I think um, is great. But I've noticed that over the last small period of time, our listens have gone up from like 19 steady to like 33 (laughs) steady. So quick shout out to the new listeners. And also we always say go and like and comment. If y'all don't know how to do that, if you look down underneath the track, there's a little heart. Press that heart. (laughs) And then right next to it, it says comment. Hit that and comment and say, hey, and tell us where you're from. Do something. Interact with us because it helps the pod out and like... Welcome to the new people. Just wanted to get that out. Oh, yeah. well said. And we should mention uh, before we get into it too. We're about to start. This is our officially our last one in the obsessed with the obscure this segment that fun, we're doing. Dude. This has been good. Yeah. And now uh, we're going to switch it up to another segment. So obviously, it's still going to be fascinated with films, but it's going to be Friday favorites. And I talked about it briefly with uh, on a pod with Dave, but I'll mention it now because next week we're going to start it. Is we. Dave, Justin, and myself have each come up with our list of 100 favorite movies. And what we're going to do is every time we meet uh, for the pod, we will pick a number for the other person and they'll look at their list and they'll announce what movie it is. And we'll be talking about a random uh, favorite on your list and then a random favorite on my list. Yeah. And we'll we'll go deep on those two and we'll uh, we'll kind of battle it out to see uh, to see which is the better movie or which is uh, why we each like the, the movie as much as we do. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be exciting. So it's one of those things that uh, I love the on-the-fly kind of roulette wheel of it. Yeah. Because it, it all kind of stemmed with the idea that I've been doing it Fridays with my, with my girl. Uh, I've been wanting to watch a random movie on Friday and I told her, I said, I have a top 100 list pick a number one to 100 and she'll be like nice. 63 and i'll yeah. pull up 63 and i'm like hey we're watching friday 13th part four right and now and she's like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have been interested in whatever you put on i've got to go to work <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah stay tuned next week it's going to be exciting we start that whole uh thing off so yeah for sure uh also before we mention it did you nope, see nope, that? Uh, no, nah, we got to do one more. Uh, James Hong got his uh, star on the Hollywood no, Walk of Fame. 90, that's awesome. 92 years old, been in over 600 credits. That's fucking great, And it's dude. taken him long, uh, long enough. They spearheaded the- You'll uh, always be low pan to me, bud. Absolutely. Yeah. Seinfeld, four. <laughs> that one, too, yeah. I like. <laughs> uh, he, he's great, man. Yeah. He was not in Monster Squad, but we had a ton of great uh, character actors and everything in Monster Squad. Monster Squad was huge for me as yeah. a kid. I loved yeah. it. it and, and you this know, this is my subject matter, anyways. Monsters. I could have had a monster club like these guys. I basically did. This is one of those movies where, when, whenever you or I or Dave, whenever we've mentioned it, we've all been like, "Oh yeah, this this was a huge part of growing up for me." It's one of those movies that no one dislikes. No one dislikes. And the monster weird Squad. thing is, is that it fucking flopped. It absolutely oh, yeah. flopped at it the really box did. office, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I, have you seen the um, the documentary about it? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolfman's got the Blu-ray. Nerds. Yeah, it's on the Blu-ray. It's oh, really is it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw it on uh, Tubi. On Tubi, yeah. Yeah. Um, you yeah know, if you have the Blu-ray or if you have Tubi, which is no excuse not to have Tubi, it's free. Check out the Wolfman's Got Nards uh, documentary. Documentary. If you yeah. like Monster, if you listen to this, I assume you're liking Monster Squad. Uh, 
or you just like the sound of Justin's voice. I don't know. La la uh, la la. <laughs> it, it's a phenomenal documentary, and all these kids growing up talking about it, and you, you could tell that these guys were young. Like when you're talking, oh, yeah. when they're talking to that little girl, yeah, who, Phoebe, yeah, and and when she she was like four or five during the making of this movie yeah. too, where yeah. she's got all their parents were on the sets with them and everything. Yeah. So a whole bunch of unknowns. Don't be chicken shit. Yeah, don't be chicken shit. It's <laughs> one of my favorite lines, man. Uh, basically, you have just a handful of great character actors that we've seen over the years just yeah. surrounding these unknown kids. Right. And you've got this great director, uh, Fred Decker. I love Fred Decker. Fred Decker was famous for Night of the Creeps, which I was always a huge fan of. Uh, so I was on board anyways. But the, just the promotional material for this, the poster for it, the yeah. video cover was so great. I remember walking to, was walking in... Uh, I think it was in Plainville, Massachusetts with my friend John. And we, I remember walking to, and I wasn't as familiar at this side of town. We were going to like his video store. Mm-hmm. Mine was back in Mansfield, Mass. Uh, all those small towns in Massachusetts are very close. So you're, you're constantly crossing over to other towns. It's not like Gainesville. Like if we're going from here to the other side of Gainesville, we would have gone through five towns up north oh, wow. just to get there. Yeah, that's so, nice. So they're all little small towns. Oh, man. So, uh, I went to his video store and he was like, it just came out. And I was like, let's go. We went and watched it and we yeah. were blown away. We couldn't, it was like our favorite movie, man. Yeah. Like, I saw it on HBO. Oh yeah. Over and over and over yep. and over and over. That's the good thing about HBO too is you, it would inundate it. You it's, with it. it's interesting to know that HBO literally programmed part of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> all, all those uh, yeah. movie channels did for me because my, yeah. I'm, that was the most thankful thing that any of my parents did was that they had all the movie channels. Oh, I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, like sometimes I get compliments, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's who raised you or someone says, who raised you? You know <laughs> yeah, what I yeah. mean? And the answer is always TV. Yeah, <laughs> TV, <know>? for sure. <laughs> well, let's go through this cast a little bit. There's, a lot of these kids were in like one other thing yeah. and, or not, nothing at all. Like the the kid Andre Gower who played Sean, I got nothing. Yeah, he was the main guy. He was the main kid with the Stephen King rule shirt on. Yeah, I got nothing that I had ever heard of on his list. Now his uh, best friend Patrick, played by Robbie Keeger, he was in Children of the Corn. He was one oh, of the really? little kids from Children of the Corn. Uh, a lot younger, I think it was like three years. And three years when you're like thirteen, you look completely different. Was that Eugene? No, uh, Eugene was Michael uh, Faustino. I'll jump right to him. That's uh, David Faustino's brother. Really? He's in a lot of Married with Children episodes as like just random kid, which I always thought it was funny that they threw him in there. I'm like, come on, dude. You could tell it's his brother. He looks just fucking like him. That's interesting. He really looks just like uh, Bud Bundy, so... Uh, Horace, played by Brent uh, Chalem, who unfortunately is not with us anymore. He had like a very untimely death when he was younger. Yeah. Uh, but he was in Moving Violations in the road film that they played at the thing, uh, like Blood Horror on Blood Throws Red. He was the boy who was hit by the car no, in the road film. Really? Yep. So go back and watch it. It's wow. great. Uh, the kid who played Rudy. He did commercials too. He did like serious commercials yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I buy that. Uh, Ryan Lambert played Rudy. Uh, he was in Kids Incorporated. Do you remember that stupid Kids show? Kids Incorporated. Oh, my God. Hell, yes, I do. I didn't think you'd remember that, man. That's funny <laughs> as hell. Uh, Kids Incorporated. And that Incorporated. was just there. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Kids Incorporated was so cheesy as shit, terrible. man. It was, it was like uh, it was like Grease or it was like... Uh, I don't even remember the show, but I remember the song. I, yeah. I, I remember that, and then right after that, Wild and Crazy Kids came on, and I yeah. remember some Wild and Crazy Kids. So, I think 
there was something on right before Kids Incorporated that I watched because I remember turning it off once it came on. I was like, I don't like this singing and dancing. Wild and Crazy shit. Kids. You ever seen that show MXC? Most no. Extreme Challenge. It's like a Japanese show where no. people like basically hurt themselves trying to win prizes. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's basically what, uh, what it is. That's what Wild and Crazy Kids was back in the day. Uh, Ashley Blank, who played, or Ashley Bank, sorry, who played uh, Phoebe. I Obviously, she had been in nothing before this. She was super young. Grew up to be super cute and very knowledgeable, and it was fascinating to watch her in the documentary. Uh, Stephen Matched, who played the dad, I love him because he was the uh, mill. Cop. He was the mill guy from uh, Graveyard Shift. Oh yeah, he was the asshole that ran the mill. Who did like one of the best uh, Maine accents I had ever heard. Oh really? I swore that he was from Maine, and then you watch him in Monster Squad, and he's just got a normal like New York accent. Huh. Really great job he did in Graveyard Shift. Uh, now Duncan Rieger played Count Dracula, and. I kind of thought I knew him from stuff, but I was going through his list and I couldn't find a single thing that I knew him from. They said on the documentary that he had like played Dracula. And yeah, I think he else. was a theater guy. Yeah, I think that's I what think it was. So. Now, John Grease, obviously, we know John Grease. Hey, another movie I watched over the last couple of weeks for the very first time. Real genius. Oh, man. For the very first, so I know who Laszlo is. Made now. my fucking day right there. I know man. who Laszlo is. That's well, awesome. I know him always as Uncle Rico yeah. and playing another werewolf in Fright Night Part 2. Oh, wow. I didn't Now, John Grease wasn't in the suit. Uh, in the werewolf suit. In the werewolf no, suit. He wasn't. No, he's uh, too slim to be that. Yeah, but we did get to see him turning one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Lock me up. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. God. I love yeah, that, that scene. That and the, uh, the scene where he turns in the phone booth. That that was a great scene. Yeah. The scene where he was tied to the chair, where Dracula tied him to the chair. Where he gets shot. Like, the, the, the thing with this, to, not to stray from this character list, but the thing with this movie is, they did not, they did not act like this was a kids movie. They no. did this like this was a serious yep. adult horror movie. Yep. And just happened to have kids in it. I mean, the, when the kids were on screen, it felt like a kids kind of uh, a buddy movie. Right. But when they weren't. I mean, and they even mentioned it in the documentary. A lot of those actors who played the the villains in this, they mm. did not hold back. Yeah. I mean, that Dracula really scared the shit out of that girl. At the exactly, end. dude. And uh, uh, what's his name? Tom Noonan, who we'll talk about next, who plays Frankenstein's monster. Uh, do you remember the scene where he's talking to Rudy and Rudy's like, he's like, I had to, tr I tried to have a conversation with Tom Noonan before between takes to kind of like, because he wasn't breaking character. Uh -huh. And he's like, I was talking to Tom. I was like, you know, I'm, I've been around a little bit. You don't have, to, I know these kids are a little young. You don't have to actually do that with me. And yeah. they still like grunts and everything. So Tom Noonan did not break character in the movie at all. Yeah. I remember like, yeah, I remember, I do remember them saying something along those lines. Now, Tom Noonan, most people will know him, uh, I loved him in so many movies, but uh, Manhunter, he was the uh, the main villain in Manhunter. Robocop 2, yep. obviously, is a big one. Heat, I loved him in. Easy Money with Roddy Dangerfield. I don't know why, but the first thing I ever go to with him instantly is Last Action Hero. Yep, the guy that's what I got. No, the, here too. the guy with the hood on and the axe. Like, I, Gets to play himself at the end of the movie, exactly, too. Exactly, yeah, yeah, and walk past himself, yeah. you know. Uh, Mary Eller, Ellen Trainer played the mom in this, who was the... Uh, she was in. Lethal she was in Weapon, Goonies, right? She was the mom in Goonies, but oh, okay. she was in all the Lethal Weapon movies. She was the uh, the psychiatrist for uh, for Riggs. And oh yeah. She was also in Die Hard, Cuffs, Scrooged. She was good in Scrooged. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, who is this? Leonardo Simonio, who is the scary German guy. Yeah. I loved him. He was in Dune, the original Dune. Uh, okay. The Freshman. I loved him in The Freshman. Hudson Hawk, Waterworld. So he had been in a bunch. Yeah, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. he's got that distinct look. You're not going to mistake him. He's just got him. that, you know, they're, they're standing outside his house and they're like calling him like the scary German guy, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and eventually they have to go and talk to him and... You know, I think they, he's billed that way in the, in the movie. Yeah, no, literally, <laughs> yeah. I think they call him the yeah, scary, yeah. scary German guy. Yeah. Um, and I think that they try and portray him as almost being like he was a Nazi. And yeah. And there's a point where he. Oh no! As a, uh, I think they, uh, but just because you saw the number on. Well, his that's list. what I'm saying. The yeah. kids, I think, think that he was like a Nazi. Yeah. And then you see him close the door at one point, and he's got the tattoo. Yeah, the Holocaust his, tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Like, for sure, it's crazy. It's so crazy how in any movie, if you do that, oh yeah, I'm like fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just brings that like. Ugh. Uh, Stan Shaw, who I've always liked, he plays the the detective. Is uh, what's his name? Steve Stephen Maddox, uh, partner. He was from uh, Harlem Harlem Nights, Nights uh, yep. Rising Sun. I loved him in Rising Sun. He was the security guard, Snake Eyes. He was great in Snake Eyes. He was the boxer that took the Phantom Punch. Yeah, he's uh, Sinbad's best friend in House Guest. House Guest, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Uh, Lisa Fuller, who played Patrick's sister, uh, the only thing I know her from was Earth Girls Are Easy, which I haven't seen in forever. Oh, well. Uh, what I thought was interesting is Carl Tibbet played the wolf man. He was the one in the suit. He also was in Waxwork as the mummy. Uh, and I love Waxwork, man. That's such a great movie that a lot of people haven't seen. Now, the guy who played the gill man is Todd Woodruff I was Todd just Woodruff about Jr. to ask you this. Todd Woodruff Jr., he is a big-time horror guy, man. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was he was not only in the suit but i think he's also a special effects guy i think but he made the suit he was in aliens uh he was in pumpkinhead yeah. leviathan tremors alien 3 mortal combat he played that Euro, juro in uh the g o r o in uh goro goro uh-huh. in uh, mortal combat he played he was in the suit he also played the lion in jumanji and he was in alien resurrection jesus so He's a big time horror guy. I think he made some of those. I could be wrong, but I I, I think he was also in it. Yeah, I well, think he was also in the. Suits. I mean, the ones that he made, I yeah. think are those are the ones that like he was in. Yeah, so Very like possible. Alien and Pumpkinhead and you know like Gilman, which I love that they just couldn't get like licensing to call that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. From that's the, back that's to the only thing they couldn't have got. Yeah. Uh, now Michael Reed McKay played the mummy, and we've seen this guy in several things, man, in several well-known stuff, and he's kind of always cast because he's really thin. So he played the sloth victim in Seven, the one that was on the table. Oh yeah. He also played Bane in Batman and Robin before they bulked him up. Interesting. And here's another good one for you. He was in X Men United. He played Jason One Forty Three. He was the one that uh, that controlled Doctor in the uh, wheelchair. In the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The son that got uh, tested on by his dad. Interesting. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, and the one last guy on here was Jack uh, Gwillem from. Uh, he played Van Helsing at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. He's classic guy, man. He was in Lawrence of Arabia, Jason the Argonauts, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, Thunderball, Patton, Clash of the Titans. That guy was in everything. Man. Huh. Now, did you mention Jason Hervey? No, I didn't. Do I do love him? Jason Hervey. Yeah, yeah from like, Wonder Years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he and he was like the the bully in this. He was he yeah. was bullying. You Horace. don't get to see him play a bully much. No, no. I loved him in uh, Back to School. He played the young Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, You're did a he? Melon. I don't remember that. Wow, I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, Wonder Years was in the news this week, not for a good reason. Really? Uh, Fred Savage got canceled. 
Big oh. time. Big time. Apparently, we haven't known this. Mo. Apparently, we didn't know this, but he has been creepy on sets for years. Oh, no. And so he he just got kicked off, fired and kicked off his own show of Wonder Years. He is not part of it whatsoever anymore. The fuck, man? It's crazy. I mean, he wasn't in front of the camera anyways. He was only behind it, but apparently he's a little touchy. Comes, uh, no pun intended. Keep your hands to yourself, motherfuckers. Come yeah, on. I'm sure you probably talked about Bill Murray. With Dave, yeah, uh, a little bit. It's still not out there. It's what's going weird. on? It's I, do you weird. know what it is? I don't know what it is. I read... he's kind of a weird guy on the set, anyways. I remember the Lucy Liu thing. I think he's just. I think he's closer to Chevy Chase level, right? Where he's just kind of a dick. Yeah, I I read his statement. Did you read that? I don't think so. So because he didn't say anything. Yeah, after they're very every, vague about after it. After everything came out, it was maybe maybe a week. And then he came out with like a, a reply, and it's very crafty. Yeah, it's very crafty. It's probably he, his his manager probably. I mean, did the it. thing is, is that it sounds sincere. Yeah, but if it's not, it's crafty. I think I did hear parts of it. I just got to look into myself. And uh, he basically was saying, like, you know, sometimes things that I think are funny, yeah, aren't funny, and that I feel should be relevant because of the time that I come from, like. I think that should still be funny yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's not anymore. And like, maybe I need to look at myself and see, you know, yeah. like what it is that's in me, you know, and make these changes and be a better person. I mean, if he does and that's good. Yeah. Uh, you it's know. like uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott came out against the, the, the whole gay cowboy thing and the power of the dog. And then he came out right immediately and says, I was completely wrong. Wow. He says, and I take it all back. And I, uh, I'm really I, sorry. I, I own, I own stuff. all this shit. That's what people want. They just want you to own your shit. Yeah. And yeah. And when you don't, it almost really looks like you guess you were really guilty. Right, and yeah. And you're just kind of slinking off. Well, damn. Now. Rest in peace, Fred Savage. Yeah. Deuces. <laughs> you, you aren't going to be in the Pentaveret anyways or any other uh, uh, Mike Myers stuff. So let's go to the crew, man. The director, Fred Decker, like I mentioned. I loved Fred Decker because of Night of the Creeps. He was also... Uh, he also did Robocop 3, which I have never seen, but I've heard questionable things about it. I have it, so. seen it, and I will tell you, you yeah, don't need to I'll stick with it. Night of the Creeps and with uh, Monster Squad. Thank you. But he also wrote House. He also wrote If the Looks Could Kill, Ricochet, and The Predator. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah, he is connected with Shane Black. So Shane Black was, was the writer on this movie. Yeah. And Shane Black, as many people know, is known for Lethal Weapon 1 and 2, The Last Boy Scout, The Last Action Hero, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys, and The Predator. Yeah. Which is not going to get a sequel, which pisses me off. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it really pisses me you off. You made my day, and now you just brought up some bullshit. Yeah, like, no, why sorry. are you doing that to sorry. me, dude? That's cool. I like to be on an even keel anyways. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, if they don't make another one, you can't fuck it up. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah that's true. Now, Fred... Fred Decker was also one of the writers on this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. He co-wrote it too. So I, I heard an interesting thing. Um, they didn't spend any time writing it together. Oh, really? He just wrote and I like emailed it to him and or, well, it wouldn't have been that. Yeah. Um, and there was one scene and it's where um, Horace is saying like, why do we have to be the monster squad? Why don't we just be the ghost squad? <laughs> I mean, I mean, why don't we just be the math squad or the fun squad, you know, and like it's a fun little scene or whatever. That's the only line that they wrote together. Everything really? Else they wrote separately. That's funny. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they wrote and who wrote what. Right. Know? Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I bet Decker wrote a lot of the kid stuff and I and bet Shane, Shane wrote, Shane wrote, wrote a lot stuff. of the action stuff. Yep. So it makes sense. That would be down. Now, cinematographer done by uh, Bradford May. I got nothing. I got nothing on here. I didn't recognize anything he did. So. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. 
Bradford. You get the shout out, but I can't uh, pimp your other shit. So for the editor, though, James Mitchell, he did Future World, which I love Future World, man. Everyone talks Westworld and no one talks Future World. It's the uh, sequel to Westworld. It was done in like the 70s and it was trippy and it was Michael Crichton and it, uh-huh. was, it was good. Uh, my dad loved it. It's the only reason I know about it. Uh, he also uh, was the editor on uh, 2010, The Year We Made Contact, Running Scared, one of my favorite comedies. It's a good one. Uh, the Presidio, Narrow Margin, and Above the Rim. Uh, now, a composer. This composer, uh, I should know this guy's name, and I did not. Bruce Broughton is this composer's name. He is famous for the Ice Pirates, Silverado, Young Sherlock Holmes, Harry and the Hendersons, Big Shots, uh, the, Presid- the Presidio, The Rescue, Narrow Margin, Stay Tuned, So I Married an Axe Murderer, Tombstone, and Lost in Space. Wow. So, yeah. I certainly should know him for So I Married an Axe Murderer, one of my favorites. It's on my top 100. Big shots. <clears throat> big shots, man. It's in there. No one knows big shots, man. <laughs> they totally don't. That's great, though. That's a random one for sure. So some of the details, the release date was August 14th, 1987. Prime year. Loved 1987, man. Really good year. Yeah, so real quick, um, what, like, that was like the biggest blockbuster summer in history, wasn't it? 87, 89. Was it 89? 89 was massive. Uh-huh. 89 was Batman. It was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It was uh, Back to the Future 2, I think. Uh, it was it was massive. 87, probably pretty big too, but I mean, it wasn't, uh, Ghostbusters was 85, no, Ghostbusters was 84, Back to the Future was 85, 86 was Aliens, uh, in Big Trouble China, 87 was Robocop, Robocop was the big one for 87, it was also Predator. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's see, we got Beverly Hills Cop 2, Robocop, Fatal Attraction, Predator, yeah. Lethal Weapon, The Untouchables, The Living Daylights, big one. Dirty Dancing. Look up 89, 89's a mind blower. Let's see, yeah, I'll see what I can do here. You just keep naming random movies. All right. That was giving me plenty of time. <laughs> so uh, release date for this, yeah, August 14th, 87, PG-13 rating. I guess it was some scary elements in it. I suppose. Probably deserved it. Filming locations, Los Angeles and all uh, Universal Studios. Uh, the budget, $12 million. And like you said, it was a flop. Only grossed $3.7 million. That's terrible. It's terrible. It found its audience on video, though. Yeah, Big time yeah. On video. No, and that's the thing. Like, this is what made me really want to do this pod was I watched that Wolfman's Got Nards documentary because I loved the Monster Squad. Yeah. And I always thought, just like all these other people, yeah. that it was this big movie that everybody knew about. I, that, that describes my childhood, man. I, I always thought these movies, because they were huge in our lives, you, you assume them, they'd be. Everybody's yeah, seen yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and, and to come to find out that, like, these directors for 16 years yeah. thought this was the worst piece of shit they yeah. ever did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, 16 years later, there was like a push. Somebody started a petition online yep. to get the Blu-ray made. And like they found out about this. And like, like people watching this movie? Yeah, and found out like how important this movie was to people's lives. And they started doing little Q&A tours and like had There's a, hundreds know, of movies like that. Too, yeah, you dude. That you know, people and, don't know about. And like, yeah. And so I watched that and I was just like, damn, bro. Because again, you and me were like, yeah. oh, yeah, bro. That's a fucking great movie. I've seen it a million times. Yeah. But you ask the average person and they're just like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. You know, no, it's no, no. weird. Like. But just a cool little comeback story for this movie, you know. So some of the good trivia. So 
Shane Black's first draft included a huge opening featuring Van Helsing's storming Dracula's castle with hundreds of men. And then uh, Decker stated the sequence would have cost them more than the entire budget of the film. So they had to, <laughs> so they had to just cut it down to that like so uh, we'll quick use opening. five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson was paid for a bit part that was never shot. No. I thought that was interesting. So interesting. What part? Who was it? Yeah. I know. I wonder if he was Van Helsing. Oh, I thought that's who that guy was that was in the beginning fighting Dracula. Yeah, that was Van Helsing. But I'm wondering if they they paid uh, uh, Liam to come in and he didn't do it. And they maybe he was Doctor Frankenstein. I'm I'm assuming they didn't. Uh, I'm assuming they recast the part more than just canceled the part. That's so interesting. It could have been something yeah. that was in the movie. Hmm. Uh, so the Wolfman's face was molded after Stan Winston, which I think is really interesting. He's the special effects guy, uh, super famous. He did ter- all the Terminator effects. He, oh, dope. Uh, he did part of the effects on the thing. Uh, Pumpkinhead was him. Uh, he also directed Pumpkinhead. It, Pumpkinhead is, when it comes to fucking oh. mask effects, oh. God, dude, it's incredible. It's so huge. It's a big effect, man. I need a pumpkin head action figure. Yeah, you it's do. a really good one too out there, but it's like 40, 50 bucks. So <laughs> I need to drop the change on it. I've gone crazy on my horror shelf. I'll have to show you afterwards. Oh, I got my cousins. I got a massive package coming from my cousin, which includes a like uh, an amazing uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, Leatherface figure, uh-huh. a pinhead figure, and Dope. one of the best looking Terminator figures from the original Terminator. You That's seen. awesome. So good. You want to hear about my new hobby real quick? Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've started like I steal action figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took my thunder. That's it, dude. No, bro. So even worse, like so I've started I got these little solar lights to like line my pathway for like dark at yeah, night. Yeah. And they were a dollar a piece, mm-hmm. so I got like twelve of them to like line my little walkway, you know? That's nice. And then I went back and I got some more. And then I started ordering off Amazon and shit. And now in my backyard, you see those little LED lights? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, my whole yard is full of, like, random shit now. Oh, I've got great. little mushrooms that flash. And you that's remember, awesome. You remember back in the day, they had those fiber optic flashlights that had the, like, it would a colored light and they had just the the wispy thing. Oh, yeah, on yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got, like, four of those in my what yard. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, gonna come over there. Like, Next time I stop by at night, man, yeah, it's going to be like, be yeah. this is fancy. Um... <laughs> uh, was I saying here? Uh, Decker says that there was 13 minutes cut because executives didn't want it to run more than 90 minutes. Wow. There is a director's cut out there, man, with an extra 13 minutes. That's crazy. That's a lot of time. Yeah, fuck yeah, 13 minutes dude. is a lot of time. To That's add a lot movie. of storyline. Uh, so actor Brent uh, Chalem, who played Horace, tragically died of pneumonia in 97. Man, that's yeah. such a... It was a common thing in like the 70s for people to die of pneumonia, but you don't see that much in 97. Yeah. Uh, so Andre Gower and Robbie Keeger, who is uh, Andre Gower is our main star, and Robbie Keeger is the, uh, his uh, best friend. They were friends in real life. I guess Gower campaigned for the producers to hire Geiger, so that's oh, why they were, those two kids seem extremely close. Huh. I love the scene in the um, like the principal's office at the beginning with those two. Yeah, it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Weird enough, when they're, yeah. when they're getting uh, talking to the uncool principal, I was. I was hip. I was cool. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was really great. Yeah. No, wait. Wasn't That's not the kid with the black jacket, the black leather jacket. That's Rudy. Rudy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Ashley Bank, who played Phoebe, turned down a role in Fatal Attraction to play Phoebe. So she must have been Michael Douglas's little girl in Fatal Attraction. And uh, that's who, the only person I think she could have played in Fatal Attraction was the little girl. Interesting. So she turned that down for this. I mean, ultimately, 
you're going to cons for this. You're not going to cons for fatal, fatal attraction. attraction. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so there was another scene that was cut of somebody that was uh, trading baseball cards with the boys at the beginning of the movie, and it was Dustin Diamond. Screech. I heard about that. Yeah, Screech yeah. was originally in the movie selling baseball cards to the kids or trading them. That's awesome. <laughs> they were like, nope, get out of here, Screech. Uh, someone else who screen tested for the role, Seth Green. Interesting. Would have been interesting. Yes, yeah. he was in a, he was in a bunch of movies around that time. He was in Can't Buy Me Love. Was I don't one of the think, big ones I remember him from. I don't think I would have bought him as the lead, though. No, I would buy him as one of the friends. Yeah, one of the friends in the group for sure. Yeah. Yeah, not as a lead. That's kid. I'm surprised that lead kid wasn't in anything else because he was really good. He was yeah. quite good in it. Yeah, I, I think I remember in the in the documentary he said that like after it bombed, he was just like, "Oh, I never want to feel that way again." So uh, he just quit. It's acting. It's so depressing, yeah. man. It's, he he just quit acting. Uh, Kevin Smith went through that after Mallrats. Mallrats flopped big time, and they like told him over the phone, "No, it's dead. They're pulling yeah. it out of the theaters. It's garbage." Huh. And and it's got its following on video. That was in the rotation of movies we watched at my house when I was hanging out with my friends right. all the time. We were just partying. Mall yeah. Rats was going on. Yeah. And now Mall Rats is a phenomenon, and they're making a sequel finally oh, really? uh, with all of them involved. Yeah, the Clerks oh, cool. 3 comes out next week. Uh, next week. Next year, I think. Or at the end of the year. Clerks 3. It's already made. What was the other? Oh, it was the Jay and Silent Bob Oh, that was so good. Did you watch the second one? So fucking Dude, to funny. be honest, I need to go back and just watch all of them. Yeah, you really do. Like, I... Those are fun. Yeah, they're really fun. But man, I loved Mallrats. And it's the same thing, though. It just it found its following later in life. Yeah. And people love it. And yeah, it's, it's like, weird. What's that other one? Uh, Empire Records. Oh, I love Empire yeah, Records. That's a great Empire one. Empire Records is, yeah. uh, I, I so love that movie. But I feel like that's also like its own little cult I movie just too. watched uh, Anthony LaPaglia. I, when I was going through my top 100 list, not to go too sidetracky here, but uh, I was going through my top 100, and I forgot how much I absolutely, one of my favorite directors, regardless of what the list reflects, because a lot of his movies would be on my like 200 list, mm -hmm. is Walter Hill. Walter Hill has made 21 movies, and I own 18 of them. Oh, wow. And it, it's a, and like two of them made my top hundred, but I was going through and I was like, well, what are the other three that yeah. I haven't seen? I watched one this morning. Oh yeah. It was called the assignment. Have you ever seen that? No. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> uh, and it reminded me a lot of Johnny Handsome, which was another Walter Hill movie. Uh -huh. So Michelle Rodriguez, you know, Michelle Rodriguez, mm -hmm. she, at the beginning of the movie, she plays a guy named Frank Kitchen and she is an assassin and she kills some guy and the guy's sister is a crazy surgeon who kidnaps Frank Kitchen and does a gender reassignment on him without him knowing it. Oh, wow. And then he wakes up, and it's Michelle Rodriguez. Right. And she's, like, in front of the mirror, completely nude. They really sold at the beginning of the movie because you saw Michelle. It looked just like Michelle Rodriguez with a beard. Yeah. That's all it was. And she's kind of rough and a little thing, so it kind of passed as she was kind of like yeah. a feminine type of dude. But as a dude, they showed him get her, get out of the uh, uh, friggin' shower, Full nude scene, like schlong hanging. They really wanted to sell the fact that this was a dude, and now it's a girl. Yeah. And then you got to see her completely nude when she wakes up, and she's like feeling her boobs, and she's like, "What the fuck? That's what crazy. the fuck?" And then she's got to find out who did this to her. Damn, she, that's nuts. It's an interesting movie, man. It's on HBO Max, so check it out. It's the, I'll, the assignment. I'll, that's crazy. Yeah, I love Michelle Rodriguez, so it's worth it oh, just yeah, to see dude, with she's her. Got a nasty I've, right hook. I oh, love watching I've been, her that girl that right fight. Hook. Is one of my favorite movies she did. Have you seen Girl Fight? I haven't. No. Oh, that's um, the movie, man. She she sold me. There's a good one she She's great does. Great Avatar. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, there's a good one she does in um, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And then one other one, and she's just got a SWAT. 
Um, SWAT. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she, Watch Girl Fight. I have to find out if I get if I own it or if it's on one of the streaming. Yeah, things. She just throws like the perfect right she, hook. She was unknown when she did Girl Fight, and she came on, and it was like Billion Dollar Baby, but low key. Yeah, she was like living by herself, trying to make it with her with her mom, and going down to gyms and fighting people. Gladiator so, style. So she was a fighter before she was an, an actor. Yeah. So uh, that's she's the real deal. Yeah. So it was interesting to watch. So, so let's go through a little of this movie here. So it, it I guess it didn't have the epic beginning that we always uh, that. Apparently, it could have had. Yeah, but right. I, I mean, they did what they could yeah. to save budgets. And so it started with that whole kind of uh, mythology. And it was like an original mythology that they kind of twisted the old uh, kind of universal horror movies with Van Helsing. And yeah. uh, Van Helsing is kind of uh, uh, making portals and casting the, the evil into a portal so it could never yeah. come out again. And it right. kind of locked in his book yeah. and an amulet and all these cool little key things to yeah. stay hidden for all times and a virgin yep and a virgin you gotta have a virgin so we got to see a little glimpse of what is probably gonna happen at the end of the movie which does yeah and that's what we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the whole end sequence on commentary but uh the movie had a great kind of uh, progression through the whole thing. They they told it really well. You could tell these two guys who are who are very well uh, made script by both Shane Black. Say what you want about Shane Black, but Shane Black can write a fucking script. Oh now. yeah, dude. He, he was classic. We have him to thank for a lot of different stuff. Fuck yeah. Uh, and uh, Lethal Weapons being the big ones, uh, and the Predators obviously, but. Uh, we got to know all the different characters, all the friends, brilliantly cast. You, they're all stereotypical, the dorks, but they end up getting to hang out with the cool kid. The cool kid saves them from. Uh, yeah. Uh, remember, Rudy makes uh, uh, Jason Harvey uh, eat the Snickers bar that had been stepped on on the ground yeah. and everything. <laughs> Horace, I loved Horace in this movie too. Yeah, and he just called him Fat Kid, you know. Yeah. And. Uh... Fast forward big time, but I love that quote. Well, it'll be on there later. Yeah, it'll I be guess. on there. Yeah, I'll, the I'll, name. I'll, I'll hold off. It's yeah. Horace. Sorry, yeah. but <laughs> no, I had right. to do it. I know, right? Like, once <laughs> you think about it, it's got to go. Like, <laughs> he has his moment. That's like, for three sure. minutes later, I just couldn't help it. Like, the name is Horace. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The special effects were no joke on this movie. Yeah. Stan Winston is the real deal. He died way too young. He would have done, he would have made some really great effects in tons of movies. And in, in just in his, I mean, he died in the 60s. He should have been around longer um and but in that short period of time he put out a lot of good stuff you look at his uh stuff he influenced a lot of different people that whole dog scene in uh the thing he created that whole dog scene oh wow yeah it was nasty uh but i loved all the creatures in this that's what they sold me you know because that's where they would have lost us if you know if if the creatures weren't cool if dracula wasn't cool i love how each of them uh kind of came about you know you got that guy from uh damn what was he in? he was in innocent blood he was the pilot you know they're flying the uh dracula's crate right over yeah. and it does an awesome like bat man he flies out and yeah uh, well remember he goes and he he pulls the hatch yep. and dracula's standing on the hatch and it drops and he just stands there and he doesn't go anywhere yeah and then he just turns into a bat and flies away. And flies down. You know? But they kind of all have that moment in the swamp when they're all coming. The gill man's there. Yeah. And the, uh, the wolf man who's... It's, it's very respectable of all these type of characters. Yeah. Thing. And Frankenstein's monster is obviously the most humane of the group. And yeah. that's why he ends up getting connected with the kids. He's a big softy. He's a big softy. Yeah. Uh, and I love how he, he kind of connects with Phoebe before yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And, uh, it's just so much goddamn fun, man. Yeah, well, and remember in the swamp, like, uh, 
Dracula has his like cane and he yeah. opens it uh, up and it becomes a lightning rod. God, and man, they, they need figures him. for that. I that like whole scene right there with oh, all the yeah, figures around awesome, him, dude. with him holding that cane yeah, with the electric, the electricity. Ah, uh, yeah. so great. So I there was so many great scenes in the movie. It's hard to uh, kind of break down. Uh, we can just kind of talk about kind of our favorite stuff. Mm-hmm. The all leading up to like the uh, the first kind of interaction with them at the house uh, where the the Wolfman's got Nards scene happens yeah. was creepy, man. You kind of felt like these kids were in serious, serious danger in this movie, which yeah. was the difference between other kids' movies when we were watching and we're like, ah, oh, then I gotta kill these kids. Yeah. Anytime they're like, in a scene, some of like, these might not make it. <laughs> like when Dracula opened that room in that house and saw the kidnapped like virgins that he's going to make into like vampires in yeah. there and how scared they looked. Yeah. I mean, these were like teenage girls and everything. I was yeah. like, they're not fucking around. Yeah. Here, man. Like they're tied and those, up. Uh, they had like, I love that scene at the end and we'll talk about it more when we, yeah. uh, we get there where how like sexy and creepy they looked, man. They just, yeah. And how badass Rudy was, man. I, lo- I love how badass they made all these characters yeah. at the end because at the beginning they were, they had balls. I'm in I mean, the these goddamn kids club, aren't I? Yeah. I fucking love that quote. <laughs> I, I, I like that too that these weren't obviously Horace was the scared kid of yeah. the group but even he got kind of his balls at the end Yeah. but all these kids had guts man and they were like hey we're a monster club basically have their monster they started this monster club with membership cards and everything yeah. and they just talk about monsters and everything one of the best moments in the movie and I'd have to pull up the shot to show you when mm-hmm. they're in the treehouse uh-huh. which they have a great treehouse yeah they do uh, when they're introducing Rudy uh, to the, uh, they're giving him like the horror quiz and everything. Yeah, actually, it was during the. What's the second way to kill a, a, a werewolf? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, is, <laughs> what is the second way? Like, they just totally don't even know. It's uh, great. I, they have one of the most expensive '80s toys in the background, just in the background. Oh, what there, is it? There's a toy from a line called the Inhumanoids, uh-huh. and it's. Uh, it's this huge green tentacle kind of creature that goes for like $600 on eBay. Really? And I see it just in the background and you never see that toy anywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, they got the humanoids in the fucking Interesting. Uh, treehouse. These kids are cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they let Dracula, or not, uh, Frankenstein's monster in the treehouse and he's taking yeah. nude pictures of the uh, the kid's sister. And yeah. it's, it's so funny, man. Uh, but... I'm trying to think of another scene that's kind of leading up to that main kind of. Uh, well, I, I love the the mummy scene was a good one where the mummy with the little that's, kid, but that's where the uh, well even before that yeah before that even when he got uh, when they're going to the museum yeah because that's when the father kind of gets involved to the whole thing that there's something going on right that he gets called to the museum and they're stealing a hundred year old mummy and everything and then they have that great scene with the Faustino kid at his house mummy's in my closet yeah <laughs> yeah I love that scene where the father yeah. goes in yeah, yeah oh yeah and he's like all right all you monsters and he's like telling these imaginary monsters to get out and he's like get them all no no did I get them all the kid points to the closet and he walks over and he's got his back turned yeah. to the closet door and he opens it and the mummy's just sitting in there and like you see him and he's like get out of here you monsters and he's just going to close the door right as the mummy's like going to slowly reach its hand out towards him you know it's Man. fucking funny it's a good looking mummy too oh yeah really really good I love the mummy. way that it got fucked up too oh yeah, yeah. that great scene where they're uh, that it's like, in the back of the it's, jeep it's in the back of the jeep yeah. and it, they get a hold of like part of it's uh, kind of it's uh, very Scooby Doo very Scooby Doo yeah. it just unwraps them yeah. completely yeah. and he, I love that face he gives right, like, oh, right before it right yeah. before he, it gives way and you see his head just chattering on the ground yeah. really cool man I'm hoping that 
since Brendan Fraser is going to start becoming huge again over the next couple of years, he's got three movies that are all going to drop. Oh, that's great. And he's going to be at Megacon uh, in, like, uh, July. Oh, wow. Uh, pimping uh, just, I don't know, his old stuff. Himself. Signing stuff, yeah. Yeah. Because he's been out of the limelight for so long. I hope now that they bring the mummy series back. Oh, that'd be great, they, dude. Because, you know, we all know that the one that Tom Cruise was shat the bed so much that no one even saw it. I saw Did it, and I, it? I didn't think it was that bad, I'd dude. have to watch like, it. I, I don't know why. I mean, it wasn't great, yeah. but, like, it wasn't like, oh, God, I would never watch anything having to do with the rest of these monsters. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck it. Introduce the next one and keep going. Well, like, I guarantee if, if they were to come out with The Mummy and they got Brandon Fraser and they got Rachel Weisz and they got oh, Arnold yeah. Vosloo or even, uh, even The Rock to come back for it. No. Oh, yeah. They would sell buttloads yeah. of tickets for that. Oh, Everyone yeah. would go see it because if the Rock's not the president. Uh, no one disliked the. Uh, no one disliked that. Uh, that original Brendan Fraser. No, movie. that was so no, good. It was fantastic. Yeah, and God, the fucking special effects back then were amazing. I said when it they before, dude. If, if you ever go, if you're ever on Facebook or on any of the social medias, and you see a post about Brendan Fraser, and you mm. want to feel good. Yeah, look at the comments. There's not a bad comment about. I'm sure, about the human being. Yeah, it's like love throughout the whole thing yeah. and you never see that with anyone other than maybe uh, Keanu Reeves right Keanu yeah. Reeves and Brendan Fraser are arguably the most likable friendly people in Hollywood yeah. that have not where Hollywood hasn't gone to their heads right you know so I was like I'm a fan of The Mummy you know and The Mummy has some really great stuff and I would think maybe because of like Moon Knight it might get a little bit more popular too because yeah. of the Egyptian stuff and I mean fuck dude a good werewolf movie oh. I mean come on man like, that Benicio one was great Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, I was thrilled where that actually they they actually nailed it. You know, I mean, these are movies that I, I'm the huge. Me and my cousin are probably the big two biggest kind of Universal and Hammer Horror uh, old school monster guys that right. we know, and. There's been so many different incarnations of it, and I accept all of them. Sure. I watched the other day, I watched the 1979, like, Frank Langella uh, Dracula movie with, uh, damn, who was in it, uh, played Van Helsing. Uh, Donald Pleasance was in it. And, really? Uh, it was great. My cousin had recommended it on one of the pods on the last pod that me and him had done together. He's like, oh, you got to go back and watch the 79 Dracula. So I just watched it the other day, and I was like, it's the Dracula story, but I like all of them. You yeah. Know? It's a, just a great story. Yeah. So. Not even like Bram Stoker's with Keanu Reeves. They could do a sequel to this movie. There's no way they couldn't. They could get Phoebe back or everybody or, but Horace is yeah. Those ready, guys willing, and, and they look good yeah. and they look like they are ready to jump. I back mean, in this. come on, it's and like what? How long has it been now? It was eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Like, I'm not doing math. Screw that. But twenty-five years. Yeah, there you go. Something like, like why not? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm literally. I'm not even. I'm not even is, attempting math. We're talking movies. <laughs> You know, but like, dude, that would be dope. Uh, it, they like, would be all for it. And Fred Decker and Shane Black could easily be part yeah, of it. Just, and talk about an easy intro. You know, their kids. Yeah. Their kids find out that their parents had a monster club, so yeah. they started a monster and club. And then they just have to team up. All you know, they need get the is club, that book. Get the squad back together. There's no one, and even like the most intricate kind of guy who's going to rip apart a script yeah. can't go against you find the book you read the words yeah. and bad shit happens right I, everyone accepts that. what happens to the amulet at the end do they throw it into the they thing throw it or do into they the keep portal it? Okay. they throw it towards the portal and it kind of blows up but the book is still there right you know so the book could still do something yeah i, I would be all for it yeah My dude God, man a monster squad sequel and you'd get a huge bump in the original too you yep. know what i mean like fucking do it 
Do it. <laughs> I'm definitely on board. Yeah. I say we watch the scene, man. Yeah, this, totally this is some down. of the best stuff of the movie is that last arc of it. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. Now, is this pre or post montage? Because the montage in this is fantastic. I think it's post-montage because it was a, a bunch of stuff before it. Okay, so uh, I love the montage. The 80s song that plays along. I'm trying to think what the 80s song is. I can't remember it, but... Hum it, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wish I could. What um, happens during the montage? So it's just them, like, in shop class making, yeah. like, wooden stakes. Yeah, yeah. And silver I know what bullets. song it is now. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And then, like, at one point, um, I keep forgetting, who's the kid with the black jacket? Rudy. Rudy, yeah. Rudy goes and uh, steals somebody's bow and arrow. I love how he, he does it like right in front of them. Right in front of like, everyone. These people he have no like, peripheral vision. And I love yeah. how he, he does it like Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's like, you know, Indiana Jones does that finger thing yeah. right before he grabs the uh, and, and statue. He, he just looks left, looks right, does it, and then grabs him and go. And like, and it's yeah. like, bro, you just like, how? Okay, it's a movie. Yeah. Like, you know. And then you've got, uh, during the whole thing is where they got the pictures developed of uh, the sister naked. That's and everything. right. So they're all yeah. jumping in, and Frankenstein's monsters <laughs> holding it, holding <laughs> it above right, their heads. Yeah. And they're all jumping for it. It's, it's fun, fun, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what was great about this movie is it had kid stuff, clear kid stuff sprinkled into yeah. a very adult kind of horror Absolutely, movie yeah. that's thrown in there, too. And it's they, It has a good balance. You know, they were like... We're not going to. This might scare some kids, but all right. If it does, it scares some kids. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. So. But yeah, I love that montage. So, well, you're going to pull up if you're watching this at home with us. Pull us up at an hour and three minutes and 30 seconds, and we'll uh, start this final battle. So, it looks like this is a. They said it was at Universal Backlot, and that's clearly what this is. Oh, yeah. Uh, these were all just like Backlot type of things. I mean, this could be. Back to the Future set, to be honest with you. They said that this church has been in a bunch of different movies. I, I forget which ones they were. I don't, I don't think Back to the Future was one of them. That is the Universal Backlot, though. Is it? So they just probably pulled different buildings around or done different sides of it. Yeah. So chances are this is Back to the Future, but the buildings are all completely different. Right. So the first thing we see is a vampire's man. And as like, a, I was probably 12 watching this movie, too. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I know I should feel sor sorry for these poor kidnapped girls. <laughs> but they are sexy and scary yeah. all at the same time. All of a sudden, I don't feel so bad. So what we got going on here is a scary German guy who's got the book who's trying to get the uh, Patrick's sister, who's the virgin, to read the uh, the lines so they could eliminate the evil, start the portal, and whole mess going on. Yeah. But there's a problem. <laughs> she's... She's not, as you would say, untouched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so this is where Rudy walks up to the vampires and they're like, Rudy, where are you going? And he's got his cigarette in his mouth and he goes, I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? And, and we always, man, he, he does not hesitate killing these poor girls. Just straight too. in there. But why why does he stand there and what takes him so long that he can't get another one out? I don't get it. And it, it's a kind of a shame, too. They did some great eyes on oh, these yeah. girls, man. They did great teeth. Really great. Uh, what's disappointing is, you know, if it goes by the previous mythos, all he would have to have probably done is kill Dracula, and those girls probably wouldn't have had to die, but right. they are coming at him. Yeah. Oh, bat coming full force. Yeah, watch out for the bat. <laughs> he does his, like, drop and roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this was always creepy, too, when he was, like, kind of unforming. Half, yeah. yeah half like, half human, man, half, half wolf, bat. or half bat. And he half does kind of look werewolfish. Yeah. 
I was always a little confused as it as a kid. Yeah, the the abdomen yeah, portion. Yeah, my, my guy from Graveyard Shift, man, he's so good in this. You watch this and then watch Graveyard Shift, and you would think it was a completely different person. Interesting. Really fabulous. It's one of those great performances that you can really pinpoint. See, so yeah, it, it's like a bat-human creature. Yeah, why not just shoot him in the head right now? Oh, that's oh. why. Wolfman comes Wolfman up behind comes him. Up he's got to stick him. a dynamite. He's just asked time. Suck oh. on this, you son of a bitch. Yeah. He even has oh. time to release a one-liner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's where he fucked up. You should have locked that fucker up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he asked it or anything, you know? When someone begs to be locked up, yeah, I'll, I'll lock you steals up. Steals a deputy's gun and shoots it in the air. Oh. Here we go. Kid's got to save his dad, but oh. does a good job. Oh, this was the best. Yeah. Sticks the dynamite pants. down his pants. Literally gets him out the window, and then it blows up in like eight different pieces. But I love the fact that they come back together. Yeah, man. Like, that, that we awesome. never saw before. Yeah, well, you see you see in the lore that they can regenerate, but never like this. I never mean, parts like this. Th- this was unique. It yeah. was very, very uniquely done. He is His midsection is definitely, <laughs> excuse me, separated from the, best of his, or the rest of his body. Yeah. And you see the hand move, so you know something's happening. Yeah. Yeah, like the, with action figures, you could make that amulet, man. They could bank on these figures. I'm, I'm surprised you. somebody hasn't, like, bootlegged some little, of them. Little... Wiggling little, in the toes. Little toe twitches. Oh, man. Imagine waking up, though, like he just did, and just being separated from the rest of your body. I love how the, uh, the non-virgin here is really selling it like she is. Yeah, because she took German. I love how excited they are. She gets the lines. Even the scary guy, the German guy gets a hug, and they all wait, and nothing happens. <laughs> I love how they're looking at her. Oh, oh, and now here's the werewolf being formed back together, man. Oh, it's such an easy effect, too. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. It really is. They just slide those limbs off camera, and, and boom, there ta-da. he is. Wolfman. I love how the little kids and the beagle are in the back of the Jeep. They're yeah. Just, we're we're going to be here, and we're just going to chill out. We'll be safe right here. Uh, and... The, the cops arrive. Now you got some explaining to do, but apparently you don't, because there's a werewolf right behind you. Right. So... Just the beat cops come and they start shooting the werewolf, obviously with real bullets, yeah. which is not going to do much except piss the werewolf off. Then they just try and brawl with it after shooting three times. <laughs> I love how the scary German guy's not even addressing her. Yeah. You, you sure she's not a virgin? He doesn't count. He doesn't count. <laughs> it counts. He has great delivery, man, these kids. Yeah. I'm surprised these kids didn't go on to do tons of shit because they were all really good at this. I mean, yeah. maybe it's Decker getting the getting the good performance out of them, uh, but man, they really sold it. He's got one... Like, if you see the Rudy kid in the interviews and everything, he looked like a big dork. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, it's like when you see the Fonz in real life and you're like, really? Yeah. That's the guy? <laughs> Bang. Uh, so, sorry. after taking out four cops... The, the Wolfman. Oh, I love John Grease thanking him. Yeah, he's like, thank you. Wolfman finally gets shot with the silver bullet he made during oh, the montage. John Grease is so good, man. And Not instantly... many people get to play two iconic werewolves in movies, yeah. too, you know? Yeah, silver bullet. So who's left? Oh, oh shit. Gilman. Comes up right next to Horace. This is great. Nothing is better that James Har- Harvey is actually like in one of these stores when this happens. They said that... The guy in the Gilman suit, they had to glue that on him, yeah. and he couldn't take it off for 12 hours. He couldn't eat, drink, or go to the bathroom. Well, that Tom guy is used to it, because if you if you were the guy in the alien suit and in the uh, like pumpkin head suit, you know, kind of discomfort. He just crushed that sc- cop's yeah. skull. 
He just has a really good job of animating his arms and his legs with the walking and everything. So yeah, we got Horace, who is like desperately trying to get the shotgun from the police officer that Gilman just killed. And he's scared. And it's and kind of a up. kind of a big thing for him. He's pulling like the Rick Moranis kind of thing, like "Let me in." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Ghostbusters. You're about to get some serious street cred here, yeah, Horace. Right. So Horace aims and aims Just that shotgun and boom, boom, blows twelve gauge away. to the chest. I think would have probably knocked his shoulder out of uh, whack, but yeah. whatever. That eye is great. Oh, and now they open the door and Harvey comes out. Says, "Hey, fat kid." Yeah. Good job. <laughs> he cocks the shotgun and says, My name is Horace. The perfect cocking of the shotgun, too. Yeah. Yeah, and this was great, too, when they were they suddenly had the realization, hey, wait, maybe the six-year-old ha- <laughs> I is a virgin. It'd be terrible if she wasn't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was Frank, but he doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> Oh, that's bad. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes from the documentary, though, when they were talk when Phoebe, the girl playing Phoebe, is talking about the guy playing Dracula coming up to him because they did not yeah. tell him that he had the eyes and the teeth in. So this is the part I was going to tell you about in just a moment. Dracula here, who's just taking out and killing cop after cop. Oh, after so cop. good! This guy is so He's good killed at this role, man. Four cops with his bare hands. It's one of my favorite Dracula performances. Oh yeah, and it's weird because he doesn't get enough cred for this. So I'm pretty sure it's either that house or the one that he stands next to in just a moment is Murtaugh's house. Really? No, that's yeah. interesting as shit. Yeah, it's either that one. It makes one, sense. It's either that one or when the, the dad is having his Yeah, well, I'd him. recognize it if it's the, the angle that we see where the toilet flies out. Yeah. Ah, so Dracula just walks up to the cutest little kid you'd ever seen she's in like a movie. She's like five, too. bro. She's like five, and she's got the amulet in her hand, and he lifts her off the ground and bares his teeth and shows his eyes, and the scream that she gives was it's real. real. Yeah, they, they, they kind of messed her. with the editing here. They had her scream when he says bitch, but yeah. I think what she actually screamed at was when he opens his mouth. Yeah. Because they had to, like, cut and put his teeth in and everything. Yeah. No, yeah. the, his teeth were in. Yes, but that scream oh, was yeah. from that. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it does look scary. Oh, man, this poor girl. You, poor you, little girl. You really can't pull that type of shit on uh, the set anymore. And then Frankenstein's monster to the rescue. Uh, he turns Gus. around. Bogus. Uh, Tom Noonan's so good in this, too. Y'all, the Tom Noonan is a chameleon with a lot of his different roles that he's done, so he's perfect for this. Oh, stake through the heart. Oh, right on the fence post, man. Yeah. There's not enough fence post killings other than that. <laughs> Hand that rocks the cradle. Right? That was probably the yeah. best one. Oh. You never heard cheers in a movie theater like when Rebecca Morday <laughs> went through that fence post in that movie. It was so good. Oh, so she's got to finish her uh, her amulet lines. She does pretty good. Yeah. Really, oh. the only childish kind of scene in the whole movie is the very last. With kind Frankenstein of, here? No, with the uh, with the army showing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she finally says the right spell, and they throw the amulet into the air, and it creates a giant wormhole that's like 
sucking everything into it, and all the monsters are going to get pulled into it. Really cool. I mean, it's great animation. Yeah. I mean, it sold it. It's obviously dated now, but yeah. uh, uh, it sold it back in back the day. Back then, yeah. This oh, is the and, Blu-ray, too, so this is probably the best of, until the 4K comes out, the best it's going to look, too. And Dracula gets off the cross, and he's getting pulled in, and he takes in the the main kid. Yeah, they were getting just Deputy, like pulled across yeah. the street. Also, an easy effect. You know, you just rig them up and just pull them across the street. Yep. Oh, gets oh. a mistake. Sorry. Ugh. I happened to you find noticed, a stake. <laughs> you notice they blanked that out. He said something there. Oh, did he? And they blank it they out. They cut it out? Yeah. yeah. And then oh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing. And it gives him the big thumbs up. Yeah. He's been waiting all this time for this Thanks, day. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Van Helsing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, they... I knew he'd show up. They have some really kid stuff sprinkled it in, yeah. but it's it's a great mix. You know, it really is. And deputies are getting pulled now, in there. Now, like, the... that shot looked like the clock tower. There's, this looks a lot like Back to the Future It here. might be. I uh, know. It, it was filmed on the Universal Backlot, right. so it definitely is. It's yeah, just then, what buildings were changed. This scene is so sad, dude. Like... It Phoebe, really is. Phoebe and Frankenstein. Phoebe's like holding Frankenstein's fingers, trying to let him stay. And oh, they're both so sad. Frankenstein gets no love, man. Yeah. All he wants is to play with little kids <laughs> and just. Wait a minute. No, in, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Look, and then he gets pulled off slowly. Yeah. And she throws him her teddy bear. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the puppy or whatever. It yeah, was. whatever yeah. that is. And, and the, he just flies off, man. Yeah, and they have, like, the, the happy music. They had their moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, like, Eugene, who's, like, the youngest boy in all of this. We see him in, during the montage, like, right to the army. Yeah, it yeah. says, army guys. In crayons. Come here. Monsters coming. Eugene. And, of course, what ends up happening after everything is done... The fucking army shows. Up. I mean, how busy, how not busy is the army? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're that like, they oh, can shit. get a, that they can get a crayon uh, addressed letter and be like, I guess we got to show up. Huh? I, you know what, guys? I think this one's for real. Now, the mom in this does not get enough credit for as many movies as she's been in. Really, as the Goonies mom, the mom in uh, this, the psychiatrist, and all the uh, Lethal Weapon movies. I mean, she has been around, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, a great she, ending, man. A really, really fun ending to this whole movie. Isn't so. she in Die Hard too? Yeah, she was on Die Hard, the first Die Hard. What was she? she I wasn't think the wife. she just worked at the uh, at Nakatomi. Yeah. No, or was she something else? Did she? Maybe she was there? one of the hostages. Damn, I'll have to look her up. I have to yeah. look her up and tell what it is. So, army shows up, and uh, yeah. Thanks yeah. to Eugene. Thanks to Eugene, kind of ends the movie on him, man. I was always expecting a sequel back in the day. You know, well, that would have I been mean, dope. They, they really could have went to a bunch, but with when you lose that much money, yeah, it's like I it's, can't believe that happened. Yeah, it's almost an automatic, like, uh, kind of dead thing for your franchise. Yeah. Hopes are just dashed when you lose like Dude, that much money. That one quit kid stopped acting because yeah. this movie did That's so crazy. poorly. Like now. I wonder what the promotion was because in the theater I didn't know shit about. It. I think I didn't know anyone that saw it in the theater. I think I remember them saying that like there was another bigger movie coming out. Yeah, I'll have and... to rewatch the documentary because I've only seen the documentary once, and I'm a sucker for a good like documentary. And this like, is good too. Yeah, like the Canon documentary is still probably the best one I've seen in like the last ten years. That Canon documentary is oh, so dude, good. So fun. The, the electric it's so one. fun. Uh, the uh, I love the uh, what's the. Uh, Damn, the other guy, Roger Corman. The Roger Corman documentary is also one of my oh, favorites. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's so good. Uh, but yeah, the 
This one is great. If you're a fan of the Monster Squad and you want to know all that little details about it, and they give you every little detail about oh, yeah. it. So I guess I, we would know if it was a marketing problem. It had to have been a marketing problem. I mean, what else would it have been? Yeah. I, because I people mean, weren't buying tickets because they didn't know about it. That it was well, out. and that's the thing. During the during the documentary, they kept saying, like, we are making a great movie. Like, And, yeah. and there was, like, a when they did the test screening, the response was incredible. Like, And they were just like, we this is going to be great. We're going to do... August 14th, too. See... It's the end of summer. They probably should have made it. A I want to say Halloween there was like movie. an Indiana Jones movie coming yeah. out. Or they something probably like that. should have been smarter and put it out closer towards uh, Halloween. You know, they do that a lot of times. They'll drop horror movies in like August. That's too early. Yeah, I you agree. know. Uh, if I was going to do that, I mean, you really need to. People want to see. It's like at Christmas time. You want to see Christmas movies at Christmas time. Yeah. You don't want to see them in November. In February. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I remember seeing Christmas in the Cranks in like November, and I was like, all right. I mean, it, it's weird, but my cat is definitely alerted to something over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he she just realized the window was open and the AC is. Open. <laughs> Calm down. Don't go crazy. So yeah, Monster Squad, man, I love it. It's it's such a fabulous movie. Every time I revisit it, I feel like it holds up too, you know? I mean, I guess you would have to find a like 12-year-old to play it for. Uh and and see if it holds up but I, I have a nephew that when he gets old enough i will definitely try to push him into a lot of movies to uh to, to watch you know because i i feel like unless you the only reason we're as big movie fans as we were is we were we were addicted to hbo yeah and, and the video store and now <laughs> and so are our parents yeah and the video <laughs> store is no more and yeah. the Basically, the video store is whatever is available on Netflix and uh, HBO on and everything, demand. and on demand. And yeah. it's not a lot, dude. There's none of these movies are available. I almost always, every time I go to where to watch something, it's like not available, yeah. or you're gonna pay for it, and no one's gonna pay for it. If right. It's not just free streaming. So, I feel like it is our job to introduce people to all these right. great things. So. Starting next week, we will introduce everyone to movies that we think are awesome. You know, just our favorites, our ones that we could watch for the rest of our life. You know, yeah. if you could it, doing these lists, you could almost see yourself. If I had these hundred movies in like a zipper case and I just took them everywhere, yeah. I would be set forever. I'd be good. I would yeah. be good. I would be set. And uh, yeah, we'll start exposing them uh, next week to you. So it's going to be pretty exciting uh, coming forward. Hell yes. So if you want to give us a like and a comment, Justin already told you how to do it. Do it. Uh, it'll be on iTunes or SoundCloud, our two platforms. You could also hit us up on Facebook uh, where we list all the cool uh, pictures. We're going to do something cool for the new uh, for the new ones, you know, yeah. because I'll have to split them like side by side and maybe half the pictures for one movie and half for the other. And yeah. uh, it'll be awesome how we do them. So it'll be cool to watch. You could also shoot us an email, fascinatedfilms at gmail.com, and we will uh, we will get back to you. But until next week on our first episode uh, of uh, Friday Favorites at Fascinated with Films, we will see you then. See ya. Peace.